Ladies and gentlemen, people around the world, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast, where, you know, I always try to bring you something that you'll go, oh, shit. Now, in my travels, I met a police officer who we talk and we share some thoughts, and some of the things she was explaining to me I thought was disturbing it truly bothered me, and the reason why I want to do this particular episode is really for people all over the world who might be going through some of these similar situations and are afraid to go get help. And if these stories that I'm hearing from this young lady is true, which it is, and people, y'all can relate to it, because I've been in, in my own little world for so long not knowing that these things do exist. I'm on this earth to help people as much as I can and I hope that I, I hope that I'm truly delivering that. And with that we're gonna start the show and I just want everybody to know where my um thoughts was. So how long have you been in and on your department, young lady? Seventeen years. Whoa. Man, so you've heard it and seen it all. Yes, I didn't know that the world was crazy. Um, so, I mean, I knew it was crazy, but I didn't know that these things really do happen. Like, you can't even make these stories up. Well, so give me some of the experiences of some of the things you've heard over the just 17 years. And take your time. Um, I think I told you before, you know, I come from a background with my parents being really, really, really strict, especially right. my And when you're growing up, you don't know these things or why you always question it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the only girl. I have three brothers. And my dad would never allow me to sit on his lap. Right. Whenever he would go with my parents, my mom had to run errands, my dad would always tell my mom, you take her because she's the girl and I sit with the boy. He wouldn't allow me to sit on my uncle's lap, no hugs, none of that stuff. I couldn't even spend the night out at anybody's house. Mm-hmm. And when you're young, you like, you want to go to your cousin's house, you want to sit? No, mm-mm. He didn't play that. Nope. Right. Kirk, you have to have your, you know, your shorts, tight legs. You know, your legs have to be crossed, like, tight. None of that stuff. So working in the department, I understood. And then having children and then having a daughter at that, even though, you know, boys could get molested as well. Right. But having a daughter and then seeing and hearing these things at work where, you know, I had a call, a young girl, mm-hmm. um, she called. She walked in on her father, her father molesting her 10-year-old son. Wow. And, you know, <clears throat> being working there for so long that after a while you become thick-skinned. Like, you know, certain certain calls you get or whatever, you're like, okay, it's just another call. But certain mm-hmm. calls still touch you. Right. Especially children, especially, you know, the elderly, but children, because yes. I can believe I have kids myself. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's when I realized, you know, why my dad was the way that he was, you know? I love um, him for that. Oh, my God. You know, and now I start to do the same thing with my daughter. Like, no, there was one time, my daughter's like maybe three years old, and I never leave her with anyone. You know, and at the time, my parents were babysitting her because they were both retired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always kiss my kids, tell them I love them, and I kiss her, but she was trying to kiss me, like, on my lip. Who was? My daughter, right? Okay. So I'm like, 
let me see where she's going with this. So she just motions that she's kissing me on my lips. Mm-hmm. So I freaked out. I'm asking, where did you get this? Because I never, you know, like, I don't do anything in front of her. You know, right. she pick up everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going crazy. Like, my mind is like, oh, my God. Like, it's racing. I'm thinking, like, 50 million things. Oh, my God, something happened. Like, where did she get this from? Right. And then when I asked her, she was like, oh, no. A novella, which is a Spanish story. You know, it's the stories in Spanish. Okay. So, you know, I told my mom and I told my dad. My dad slipped on my mom. Don't watch these things with her, you know. Watch these things with her because that's what they pick up. Right. And, you know, but that comes from work. Like, you're already thinking malicious thoughts. I was already thinking something happened to my child. Right. You know, and again, this comes just from working at my job and from my dad being the way that he was. Um, like, nowadays, well, you can never trust anyone with your kids. Anyone. Right, I anyone, agree. Anyone. You know, I had a call with a mother that called, and while she's upstairs praising God and her son was in Sunday school, he was being molested. Uh-huh. It's crazy. So here That's you Sunday are school. in place. Yes, Sunday school. Uh-huh. Who would think that? Who would think right. that? Like, you don't think that. Like, Sunday school, you know, you, you feel you're in the house of God. Like, you're fine. Right. You're good. It's true. You know, this world is just, so malicious. Um, let me see. I had another call. Um, a mother called crying. She has a son. I think he was 18 at the time. Well, when I got the call, he was 18. His daughter was 14. Mm-hmm. He was molesting his sister, raping her, like raping her. Wait, wait, so wait. She, say it again? I had a call with a mother. She had to call on her son. Right. She had to get an order of protection against her own son or daughter. Like, he was not allowed in the house. He couldn't be there. Because he was he was raping, not even molested, raping his fourteen year old sister. So he would find ways to get to the house and stuff like that. And he caught her. He, the mother caught him on the daughter. You know, who thinks about your brother molesting you? Right, right. And as a mom, here you are. You know, you have your, you love your children, but mm-hmm. here, you know, I'm here to protect them. But then again, I have my son, who's the one who's hurting my daughter. Right. What do you do? What do you do? Now, what did she wind up doing? Did she? Did she? Oh no! Yeah. Okay. She was They got you know. They you know. He wind up leaving. He wind up running out. But she protected her daughter because that's the right, right thing to do. Right. Like I love you, son, but you're not going to abuse my daughter. Right. That's true. You know. He needed help. You know, and it's sad because sometimes kids are molested at a young age that they grow up thinking that this is the norm, and it's right. not. You and know. only recently, ma'am, when I've been hearing children being molested and how I hear grown people oh. say that their sister or dad or brother molested them. Like, it's a big thing. I thought it was small, but it's a, it's huge. The numbers are no. huge. No, yeah. You know, like the regular... The regular public like doesn't see it, or no, unless it comes, unless it's newsworthy, unless it's on the news. Right. We see that all the time, all the time. Even babies, two-year-olds getting molested, and this is why I say us as mothers, not even as mothers, as parents, we have to be very, very careful who we bring around our children. Right. So you ladies, I don't ladies, care if it's a boy, I don't care right. if it's a girl. <laughs> you ladies, you hear that, and guys, you hear that. You- guys get into these new relationships and you leave your kids with people you haven't even known that long and you think you can trust them 
these are things that will happen to your child. And sometimes, everybody, let's make sure we put this out in the, in the universe. Sometimes it's you, motherfucker. Sometimes it's you doing wrong to your own children. And if this is so, please seek help because this shit has to stop. Like I said, when we was talking, man, I didn't... When he was telling me these things, I was saying to myself, what the fuck? And then I started putting all the research I've done over the years, things I've heard, things that I see on the news and documentaries and celebrities and just regular people saying my dad, my mom, my auntie. When you're your auntie, I don't know why in my family, we, we just, my fucking family, we sacred. Like, we ain't had none of that shit. <laughs> I take the law. Hell no. Not on yeah. this side, you know, that this is happening here, you know, even mm-hmm. all over the world. But, you know, it's not like your, your children are not safe. You know, it's bad as it is you fighting, trying to protect the kids from other people. Not alone, right. you have to fight them against your own family. Or, you know, people right. that, that you would never think, like, I would never think of my brothers hurting any of my kids or my dad or, you know, mm-hmm. my mom. And then, you know, you walk into this or, you know. And you really have to think of everybody as the enemy. Yeah. You do. Like, it's fucked up out here. This world is cruel. This it's world is cruel. Cruel, cruel. It's fucked up. Did you see the story about the young lady? I think it happened in your area. The young lady who got strangled to death. And they took the baby out of her womb? Yes. 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 That's motherfucking insane. People, I'm telling you, people are people malicious. Like, why? Why? You know, well, we will never know because we're not them, you know? We will never yeah. know. Yeah. I'm going to hear some more stories, man. But, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I have this young lady tell me more stories, I need y'all to listen. I need you to hear what she's saying. I need you to feel the pain I felt. Now, if I could feel the pain, she works there. She could feel the pain. I know what you are going through. And I want you to seek help, whether you are the victim or you're the person creating the pain. Get help and help yourselves. Because this is such a beautiful life. It's, it's a shame that I live this life the way I do, and it ain't even baller style. It's just that I have peace of mind. Don't get me wrong. I got obstacles that come in my life, crazy bitches, crazy jealous-ass niggas. <laughs> I swear to God, I get, I swear, but I stay away from people. You know, because one of my um, dearest friends back in the day used to say it all the time. He said, they can't touch what they can't see. So I stay on the motherfucking move. And because I'm thinking that people love me, they do. But for all the people who love me, right, it's that one person that could take your life and end it. Just like the situation with that young man, Nipsey Hussle, right? Millions adored him because he looked biblical, right? He had that look of Jesus with the beard and like he was just a God, God sent. 
it only took one person to end his life, no matter how much we all love that man. One crazy motherfucker who feels different. And you can that. Huh? And you him at that. So he probably felt comfortable. He felt... Nipsey probably felt... Right, yeah, he knew him. He sure did. He sure did. And as always, when you look at pictures after someone is hurt, you'll see that the person that did the damage is the same motherfucker in the picture with you. Yes. There's always somebody close with you. So you have to, ladies and gentlemen... Whether you or you know someone that's going through it and that's afraid or you're going through this type of shit, you got to get help. You have to. I want to give you peace of mind. I want to give you an opportunity to go. And before we continue, Mel, um, what are some of the programs people can do in a local area to seek help if you know already? Like what, are they, what should they do? Well, you can always, I mean, it all depends. Um, they have children advocate groups where they can talk to the children, to the parents, and to the parents never feel like we are our children's advocate. We are their protectors. If we can't do it, then who else is going to help mm-hmm. our child, you know? Right. Um, there's always, like, maybe family court. They can always direct you. They, in New York City, there's uh, 311. You know, they can direct you also to these agencies that where they can help you you know, it can remain anonymous. I think ACS as well can help these kids, you know. And parents, when your kids tell you something, believe them. Believe right. them. Believe them. I had a call one time, and um, the mother said that the child had told her that he, I think it was a boy. I want to say it was a boy. No, I'm lying. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can you I need sure. you to go somewhere a little bit better so you get better reception. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah, I know my audience sometimes is like, oh, we can't really hear TK, so. How about now? Is it now? Can we hear you? Is it better now? Yeah, it's much better. Okay, great. Okay. Um, as I was saying, parents, if your children say something to you, don't brush them off. Believe them. Look into it. Um, I had a call one time. Um, uh, mother, uh, I want to say it was a boy, but I can't remember. It was so long ago. Mm-hmm. And. The child told her that he was being molested, okay. and she did not want to believe it. Which you hear that a lot, too. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a mom, I don't care what it is. My daughter told me that boy punched in her face, then I'm going to believe it. Right. I mean, otherwise. But, you know, and the mother was like, well, I didn't believe it because, you know, I know, I think what it was, it was a new boyfriend or something like that, and she thought that the little boy didn't like him or was just more, didn't want the mommy to be with the new boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Right. And she did not want to believe. You know, the mother was like remorseful after that when she found out that this was true. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, you know, and, and it wasn't my place to say or judge her, but, it, you, know, I, you know, I'm human. And I said, when your child tells you something, especially something like that, believe them. Believe right. Believe her. And then investigate it, you know, later on. I don't care what you think. I'll apologize to you later. Well, I'm sorry, you know, that I came to these assumptions, but my child told me this. You know, investigate. Right. Investigate it. And keep your you know, kid you don't with know you. Coming from. Yeah, you don't know what's coming from. Right. Yeah, I take you know? my girls with me. Let me tell yeah, you something. So, they roll with me hard. I see. Which hard. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Good thing. 
which is a good thing, you know. And, again, I can't stress it enough. Get to know who you leave your children around, you know. Sometimes even knowing them doesn't help. But just don't yeah, be spouse yeah. with anyone, you know, and mm-hmm. teach your children that it's okay. Don't worry, nothing, you know, because a lot of these perps, they, you know, they scare their victims. They'll be like, um, if you tell your mom or your dad, I'm going to kill them. Nobody's going to kill me. Right. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Google every motherfucking body. What? People are you afraid know. to do their due diligence. I've been I, I, I talking about this story for a while. There was a woman who I married because she claimed that she was dying of cancer. And I wanted to do something good. And I married her on uh, understanding and ran into her, her daughter. was so amazing. When I finally met her daughter, we sat down and talked. Her daughter explained to me that my mother had been a liar her whole fucking life, Mr. Kirkland. And she said, I'm so sorry that we've had interventions for her. Um, this woman. So once I did what's just happened, I went to go get an annulment as quickly as possible, right? <laughs> then the woman, let me tell you, the girl thought that, I don't know what the fuck she thought. This is called uh, um, Gloria Alvarez, the attorney. Hmm. Like this is some high-profile motherfucking case. So the girl didn't want to leave my home because she was like, oh, we was, we married. I don't have to go no motherfucking where. And she was right. So it took just a couple of weeks because I hopped on it immediately. You know, I hopped on it immediately. And the case, um, I couldn't get the annulment, but I got a divorce. I got my name back. <laughs> you know, the judge told me I had to pay her $5,000 because I represented myself. It was, it was, I took a cheat way. I represented myself, but I forgot to send in the discovery that would have proved that the woman lied to me about having what? cancer. I had all the paperwork from the people we went to go see. I had documents. I had the emails of her going back and forth with um, different mm-hmm. people in the insurance business. I even got video of her lying and text messages but I was never able to submit it to the judge because out of all the things my team and us did, we forgot to submit the discovery before we, before we went to court. So what was the reason why I'm bringing this up because I didn't do my due diligence. I just assumed that this person was not lying. I just assumed that this person was doing the right thing. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, I'm one of the sharpest knives in the fucking drawer. And I didn't do my homework on this bitch. So I'm allowing God, because I do believe in him, because I've been blessed so many ways in the spirit to do what's necessary because I swear on everything, my children, my mother and father and brothers who are deceased, I was truly going to kill the woman or have her murdered. That's because, Yeah, because of the pain. It was painful. So what I'm saying, ladies, in another station, the trail, lying 
to a certain degree. See, I had an opportunity to to think, right? Because years ago, ma'am, I didn't think. I would do things first to think about the consequences afterwards. But I grew as a man. I grew in character. I grew in strength. And that's what makes me the man I am today. That's why I have the show, the T.K. Kirkwood podcast. That's why you come into my stand-up. I deliver comedy and a message at the same time. This is the reason why this show today is about knowing who the fuck is in your home. I used to say this on time. I'm surprised I haven't used this a lot. Know who you're fucking. Agree. You got to know who you're fucking. And this has so many levels because you ladies are so quick to let a motherfucker move in your home. Y'all are quick to say, oh, yeah, you can move in without even asking the man for first and last month's rent. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know when a nigga real. Let me tell you something. If a nigga real, you got to tell a motherfucker, I need first and last month's rent. If a nigga says, yeah, there's no problem, I got it. But if a nigga says, oh, you going to go with that bullshit? I'd rather stay at my mother's house. Yeah, stay at your mother's house, motherfucker. No disrespect. We always talk about how men want pussy all the time, right? They want to fuck. You women, no disrespect to you. I'm not just saying women in general are fiending for the dick so bad that you allow a man to come in your home and he doesn't have great intent. He doesn't have the heart and as being a man to come in your home. Now, everybody's not like this, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's not like this. But my point is, why take the chance? Why walk out of your home, your daughter's in her room, or your son is in the room, and something has happened to her, and you brought the enemy in your home? In my situation, thank God, this lady didn't touch my children because my children wasn't around. We would just see each other different parts of the world. But this woman stole jewelry. This woman stole money from my kids. And this is the reason why um, until I accomplish something I'm about to do, I will not allow this to go away because this woman, her name is I. I'm always going to say her name because I don't want her to think that she got over Ikea Cave from Columbus, Ohio. The bitch lives in Vegas now. She's staying on the low. And you know, you know, I know where she works at. All these things I know. Do I want to do something to her? Nah. Have I thought about it? Hell, motherfucking yeah, I thought about it. No, but she's not worth Going to prison, she's not worth me not being around my babies. And I'm holding child molesters, liars, motherfucking thieves who do things to people 
motherfucking accountable. So when we was talking, that's why I said I had to do a show about betrayal, about it hurts no matter how, what level this happens on, whether you're walking down the street, at a church, or a hospital. But when a woman, and sometimes a man could be in the house and bring a woman in, you never hear those stories, where a no. woman does something to the child. And it's like, yo, you're my woman, I bring you in, and you hear a female by the guys out molesting the boy. Is that, happens, you, have you happens. heard stories like that? I very rare, but it does happen. I've heard more of um, the man, you know, molesting a boy. It does happen. You know, society always thinks that only little girls or girls get molested or raped. Boys do, too. Mm-hmm. Boys do, too. You know. Right. And being that you were saying, you know, people show you signs. People show you who they are. Sometimes we just tend to ignore it or just turn our face. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. You know, that one little thing, you know. Even if you want to give the person benefit of doubt, just pay attention. Just, you know, just always be on point or try to be on point. Yeah. See, I believe, let me tell you, I'll go a whole nother level. Don't bring a motherfucker in your house. No, no. Like, I'm not, like, unless I'm with someone I know I'm going to be with this person and something serious, then otherwise... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something where I'm at in life. No. Ma'am. Fuck all that. (laughs) 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 Fuck all that. You know, I'm... I've been doing this show for a while, and I've been hearing shit around here. If you ain't got your shit together past 21, and you asking to move in with a motherfucker, you a fucking failure. This is where I'm at with life right now. Okay. If two people meet, and you say, yo, can I move in with you? You's a failure, nigga. You's a failure, bitch. Everybody got to have their own motherfucker shit. Agreed. This is what it's coming down to. I'm tired of playing with all these motherfuckers. I'm tired of sugarcoating and tiptoeing and trying to be nice because you're fucking parents or, or you didn't listen or you fucked up in school and now you're suffering, you motherfuckers. This is how I feel today. Okay. Yeah, this is how I fucking feel. You're out here bullshitting. You're out here bullshitting. These people ain't playing. You got to fucking deal with the government. You got to motherfucking deal with bitch-ass niggas, bitch-ass bitches. You got to deal with fucked-up co-workers. All you motherfuckers is fucked up. Start getting your shit together. Who the fuck got time to be molesting people's kids? Who the fuck got time to be lying? I've got motherfucking cancer. I'm dying in a couple months. Can you help me? And then try to take a nigga's house. Then try to get um, uh, um, child, I mean, um, 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 spousal support. It's a wonder motherfuckers who good people don't snap and start just tearing niggas and bitches' heads yeah. off. But who lies? everything in my power not to find this bitch sometime. Because I can imagine what these people are going through and who listen to my show. Yeah. Stop fucking playing and stop putting yourselves in uh, fucked up situations. This shit is real out here. You mean to tell me you can't go out and get a real woman? You motherfucking men who fucking with kids, you little faggot-ass niggas. You mean to tell me you want to mess with a little boy, you bitch asses? fuck is wrong with you? And here you go fuck up someone else's life because, you know, 
because you can't help yourself or because you're sick or because you have fucking problems. Right. Motherfuckers. Tired of this shit. Fucking tired of it. Ladies, stop letting motherfuckers in your home. If you like a nigga, tell him to bring a bag around here every day about 5 o'clock when you get off work. He can take a shower. Y'all can sit on the steps and eat, but he can't spend the night. A motherfucker come over and he got a suitcase. Uh, nigga, you leave your suitcase outside. You can leave <laughs> in the trunk of your car and you can bring in two items a day. But you ain't staying in here. Grown-ass men don't have a fucking place to live. fuck is wrong with you niggas? How the fuck you don't have a place to live? Sleeping on somebody's couch. Sleeping on somebody's motherfucking floor and you grown. I don't hear that show. I didn't have a dad. Uh, no one showed me love. Uh, That's more of a reason for you to go do the right thing. Exactly. You don't have fuck it. the right thing. Even you fucking ministers. I'm going to do an episode yes. on this shit. Yes. How these ministers are gay and got motherfucking boyfriends. And they get married to, 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 to fake for the congregation. I'm gonna do. I'm exposed ass too in a few weeks. Yikes! I'm going off on you, motherfuckers, towards the end of the year. I ain't playing. I'm holding everybody, motherfucking accountable. This the TK Kirkham podcast. T to the motherfucking K, niggas. And you ain't never heard me talk like this before, but I'm pissed. I'm motherfucking pissed. I'm mad at our fucking leaders. Every week I'm learning something new about Afro-Americans that we should have been taught in school because of this motherfucking white supremacy government holding shit back from Spanish people, black people. I'm tired of motherfuckers, the Republicans and the Democrats fighting every motherfucking day. I'm tired of the Democrats in Congress being scared of motherfucking Donald Trump. You mean to tell you all the shit y'all got on this motherfucker? Y'all can't snatch that nigga out of office? Yeah. The fuck? Straight bullshit, straight politics. Because they, right. you know, there's ways they can impeach him. That's Get him off the office. They're afraid. I'm starting to think Nancy Pelosi fucking Trump on the low. Yeah, because she switched. She switched. You know, first she wanted to do everything to impeach him, and now she's like, no, I didn't want to go that route. You know? Yeah, she's fucking him. Donald Trump is fucking Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> 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 how about how about the um thing that was brought up last week or so about the North Carolina um that rape once you consent once two parties consent on having sex if the woman decides oh I don't want it once once he penetrates and let's say the woman decides oh I don't want to do it she can't say that it's rape what yes look it up North Carolina. For the last week on the news. Okay, say that one more time. What happened? It's in North Carolina. There was um, there's a rule. And I think this happened like a long time ago. I think like maybe 1970s. It was a rule, but they never overturned this this ruling, right? Uh-huh. So there was a case. A girl, you know, she was she was you know consenting sex with this guy, and then I think the girl, the guy was too rough with her, was pulling her hair. So she decided, like, listen, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I don't want to have sex. But the guy kept on, you know, like he kept on. And he raped mm-hmm. her. He said, no. 
And when she went to the offices and they brought the court or whatever, however, you know, however it went down, it, it wasn't considered rape. Once you, in the state of North Carolina, once you decide or once you consent on having sex, you can't say that it's rape. Which I understand. I think that's kind of, well, let me say to you. Let me tell you why I'm not too upset about that. Because if I didn't rape you to get you in bed, different. If I lay down with you, we kiss in, and you find out that I'm packing and it just hurts too much, and I'm, and you're like, oh no, stop! You're too big. Oh my God, Pappy, stop! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Pappy! Like I don't want to go to jail for that. No, no, I'm not saying that. But if I say no, like, look, I don't want it. Like, no, whatever. And I'm telling you no. Then why don't you stop? Then, yeah. Yeah, a man should definitely stop. But see, what what I'm saying is it's like a lot of people don't have D.C. Dick control. That's why rape does happen to some of these women. A man will put his dick in a woman and it feels good. She'll say, stop. He got to continue to get that nut. Where that's wrong. You got to have dick control. You got to have the power in your mind to say, if this young lady says to me, stop, I'll stop. That's like I don't have sex. Like I'm paranoid of people. Like paranoid. I'm so motherfucking scared of women you and men. Here's what I mean. Here's what, let me tell you what I mean. Because if you do something to me, I hate how I used to be in life. That I, I buried that person. That person I used to be, I would crack over your motherfucking head. I would do things. And I had to bury it. And over the last 20 years, I've had to bring it up. One time a guy, him and his guys, jumped me, right? It was about a bitch, matter of fact. It was over a female, but he wouldn't fight me head up. He wouldn't fight me head up. And we had a fight in front of the Comedy Act Theater in Los Angeles, California, on 43rd Street in Crenshaw, in the early 90s. It had to be like 91, 92. Then in 2014, another, all these California niggas now. Then in 2014, another nigger, he was engaged to a bitch. I pulled his other sister and didn't know he used to fuck with this bitch because of his jealousy and hatred. The nigger caught me slipping up at the Improv on Sunset Boulevard. I'm having a conversation with this guy and girl. This nigga walked up beside behind me with a pipe, young lady. Hit me in the head on the side of my ear and neck with a pipe. I could have died over some hate and shit. So I wanted to press charges on the nigga and all that. The street crew was about to get involved and people's about people it was about to be some real damage and i'll say to myself i can't let people get hurt over this female because this nigga was a bitch nigga so i said to the homies and the crew who was really trying to help him and help me because they didn't want me to do what i want to do they didn't want to see him go to prison 
I said he had to give me a fair one. And that means he had to fight a nigga straight up. And that nigga was like, nah, nah, TK the big homie. You know, I apologize. I didn't want to fight him because he was a bitch nigga. Him, that other nigga, this bitch that did the shit, I take that energy that I wanted to use to hurt all three of them to win every day. They are my fuel. Absolutely. They are the reason why I bust my ass to win at this thing called life. Because some people don't get a chance for like I did to think about it. And I'm quite sure some people probably heard about it. Oh, TK got jumped. He got beat. I, I would never let that happen to me. But, but see, I live, I live, I live comfortable. You know, I have I have nice things. My kids live well, and I wouldn't want to take that away from them because when that shit happened with that young lady, she's just a she's just a young lady. I I, I would be wrong to hurt her. It's like a little, probably like fifty pounds or something. And my point is, I would if I did something to her, she'd have died. And she's so fucked up in the head. This bitch is trying to sue me for everything because she ain't got shit. She would have been living in your house, right? And then I really, love- then I would have died. <laughs> no, no, no doubt about it. Then I went to prison because I, I would have murdered her. her. Yeah, I'd have killed her, her, her whole family, kids, grandkids, everything. I'd have killed everybody. I'd have I had snapped. that time off. Yeah, I'd have snapped. There's no doubt about it. I would snap. Mm-hmm. But- at least her daughter was decent enough to tell you, you know, because she could have been with the mother, down with the mother, you know, but she was decent right. enough to mm-hmm. Right, so, you know the truth. And if she ever needs me, I will always be there for that young lady because... She probably she, shaped her mother's life as well. Right. You know, but I do believe mm-hmm. in trauma, you know, so like, don't wish nothing bad on her because it'll come to her. I mean, I believe that. Yeah, and I and I mean God is tight too. I mean, God is like, yo, you need something done quick. <laughs> I was bad on any motherfucker that... See, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You heard what this young lady said. Don't wish bad. Uh, And she has a right to believe that. I believe that when someone does something to you, you have the right to wish their whole motherfucking family dead. (laughs) The grandkids, the children, the cat, the motherfucking fish, the dog... Everybody. Don't forget the dead grandma. The grandmother. The dead grandma. The dead no, grandmama. That's, 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 I swear to God, that's how I feel. That's how I feel because motherfuckers think it's a game. And some of you going to run up on the wrong motherfucker. And thank God I wanted something out of life so bad. I wanted something out of life so bad and still do. And I've accomplished a lot. It's called growth. But, you know, maybe back yes. in the days, in the days, you would have done something. But, you know, right. it's growth. It's called it's growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you... called growth. But all this pain, ladies and gentlemen, you got to take it and use it. Again, to the faggot-ass men, to the bitch-ass women, the women who don't have common sense, you hear these stories. You hear what we're talking about today. Some of y'all going through it right now that something has happened to your son or your daughter. 
do not allow this to fucking continue. Do not allow it to destroy their lives. You are a kid's angel. You are their protector. You are their GPS. You are supposed to guide and protect them. Do your fucking job. Or keep your legs closed, bitches. Keep your dick in your pants, fellas. You know, I was telling, you know, I've been having some dumb stuff to my home. Well, I'll put that out there. I'm a stunner, though. And it's amazing how you go out, you get dressed up, you go out. You need a fine-ass woman. She's everything you like. she got the fat ass. she got the titties. The woman is like, oh, he smells so good. He looks incredible. And you go home and you fuck. You, you pull her out drinks and you like each other. You go home, you don't know nothing about this motherfucker. That they just had on some tight-ass jeans. Bitch had some nice titties. Her lips was big. She was smelling good. She was just rocking the outfit. Oh, and that could have been just her best outfit for the year. The nigga looked good. He got you flashing money. Or he just carried himself well. Oh, I'm a fuck you. And you go in and you're fucking in. Oh, my God. I'm only mad at you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and a man don't have a condom on, but he nuts in this motherfucker. Right? He nuts in the pussy. Ah. Ah. The, ah, ah. And the girl's like, I feel it. Oh, oh daddy. Ah. I'm kind of good there, Mr. TK. But here's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the nigga don't know now his life is yeah. in her hands. Uh, you have now, no this bitch is crazy. You fucked. Now, here's it now. There's levels to this now. Levels. Ah, I came. He's feeling the bitch. Oh, yeah. Now you start seeing signs of bitch. Oh, shit. This bitch is fucked up. Now the woman in the two, three weeks calls you. Oh, I'm pregnant. And like, nigga, like, fuck, really? Now some niggas is honest. Some niggas will say, well, I'm married. I'm sorry. I don't want you to have a baby. But the girl says, now she only met the motherfucker one time. She says, no, I'm going to have the baby. And nigga's like, bitch, we had two drinks, and we fucked. And you want to have the kid, and whether you're rich, whether you rich or poor, the girl, if she wants to keep the baby, is going to keep the baby, which I think is the dumbest shit in the world. You want to have a baby to take care for the rest of the life, and the man's already showing you. He doesn't want to be involved. So who's who's at fault at that? Him or her? They both are at fault. That's my point. Okay. Oh yeah. That's my point. I'm glad you asked the question. They both are. That's why I said it's levels to the situation. That's why like I always tell men: never put your life in another person's hands. Never put yourself in a situation that you got your dick in a woman. 
you feeling so comfortable, but you don't know a mother, you don't know a dad, a brothers or sisters, does she have a job, does she have a car? When you met her with the bitch walking, think about it now. You got a car and you got a bitch walking. You know how it used to be back in the day, fellas? You're driving down the street, sundresses on. Papa, excuse me. Hi. How you doing? Can I speak to you for a minute? Sure. Let's change numbers. Did you see the sign? People right now are asking me, what? You said you, you pulled all these people out of the What? What's the sign, TK? What's the sign? The bitch is walking! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a car was parked. Nigga, the bitch is walking! <laughs> right, the car, this car, this car, this car could be parked. So I asked that question. Do you have a car nearby? <laughs> Niggas stopping picking up bitches at bus stops. Well, I hope the girls are not doing that now. I hope, you know, they don't just get in the They ain't doing it. Oh, damn. You don't know nothing about the motherfuckers. Do your homework. Stop trying to have one night stands. Let me tell you, when I was growing up, I used to think that was the shit, fam. I used to think, oh, let me pull this bitch. Thinking this is fly. Let me show you how I live. Living comfortable. Motherfucking ceiling fans, garages and shit. You know, I got food in the refrigerator. <laughs> and girls is liking it. Oh my God, your place is beautiful. In a nice car. Oh my God, your car got shocks. <laughs> <laughs> Did we hit a pothole? Oh my God, it just floated over the pot. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Ah. <laughs> and two motherfuckers ain't got their shit together. Two motherfuckers about to ruin a child's life because you didn't do your motherfucking homework. Now, this leads to a woman having a baby from a nigga that don't give a fuck about her to meeting a nigga you think give a fuck about you. Now you let him in your home because you want company. You need help. You want someone to be there because it gives you strength. But what you don't know is this person is your enemy. And he's about to snatch your child's soul. Uh, the innocence. You're about to snatch it because I'm going to be rude to the ladies because you hoes want to let a nigga move in. Do you understand what I'm saying, ladies? If you meet a man, this nigga can't give you an address of where he lives. Or if you feel a nigga and a man can't pick you up and bring you to his motherfucking house, he's a fucking failure. I don't give a fuck what excuse is today. Today ain't the fucking day for excuses. Today. I don't want to hear no motherfucking sympathy from any of you motherfuckers today. Today. I'm holding all 
you motherfuckers around the world today accountable because you've been fucking your lives up. You've been fucking people's lives up. You get into coming to people's lives and lie that you got cancer. You lie that you're this. You lie that you're that. Stay to your motherfucking self and get some self-help. You got all this energy to try to take a person's home, to try to get um, spousal support because you, your mother or your father didn't raise you right or they raised you right. You're just a fucked up seed that should have got aborted. Ooh. You motherfuckers out here that's fucking up, they should have had this, that abortion law around the fucking country so your ass wouldn't have been born. That's how I feel today. I've been doing this show for two, three years, and I hear some of the dumbest shit from men moving in with these women, the girls not fucking you on a regular basis, to men ain't shit, to child molestation, to motherfuckers not having a credit right. And speaking about credit, I know how I feel about that shit. Cheryl Anderson, ladies and gentlemen. Let's say her name again. Cheryl Anderson. You have a judgment. Lean. You call Cheryl Anderson. Let me pull this shit up. Night playing today. I'm mad today. I don't know what's going on in my life. But today, I'm pissed the fuck off with people. So you not just not only Michelle Anderson is the woman for your credit, she can get you a motherfucking job. And she told me a couple weeks ago a lot of people wasn't calling. The fuck? And you niggas ain't working? <laughs> the fuck y'all ain't calling Michelle Anderson for? You got your fucking mind? Let me give you her number. You could be your own boss, work from home. Training support provided, cash bonuses, 100K in life insurance, weekly payout, residual income, 1099 income. No experience necessary, motherfuckers. Earn extra income while serving your community. How the fuck can you lose? The website is www.showanderson.net. Some of you motherfuckers can't spell, so I'm spell show. S-H-E-R-R-E-L-L. Anderson. A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N dot net. Phone number is 404-7-WEALTH. W-E-A-L-T-H. Get it together, motherfuckers. Get it together. Now... I know I do stand-up comedies, right? I fuck a lot of shit in my show. If you don't know about T to the motherfucking K, you've been under a fucking rock. So June 15th, Saturday, June 15th, you're going to catch me at Coney Island. Some of the coldest motherfuckers in the game, George Wallace, Tony Roberts, Mark Curry, Smokey Suarez, Dick Daddy Kane, Chev Rock, 
Milky D from Audio 2. I don't know who that is, but the nigga Poe. Follow me on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. You can win tickets to this motherfucker show. Hit me on my Instagram, DM me. I'll give four tickets out to two of the sexiest women in the Coney Island, New York area. No niggas. Female. Hosted by my man, Ray Dijon. DJ is not that real nigga. He's my cousin, DJ Envy. Saturday, June 15th. Now let's go Washington, D.C. Friday, June 7th. That's right, June 7th. Calmer. Doors open at 7. The time is at 8. Featuring my man, Cleon, the comedian from Baltimore, Maryland. Listen to me. I always show love to Baltimore. These motherfuckers come out to see my show like I'm Obama. And I appreciate it. So let's shoot down to D.C. D.C., you have been waiting for me for a long time. And I had, I sorry that I made you wait so long, but other motherfuckers is nickel and diming me. Want to give me small change and all this kind of shit, knowing that I'm one of the best comedians in the world. Well, it's happening. At Calmer, June 7th. Get your motherfucking tickets. You can call area code 202-409-6140 for VIP seating. Palmer, 22-21 Adams Place, Northeast, Washington, D.C. Hosted by that fly nigga out of D.C. named Old Dog. All right? Now we go. I know you're like, TK out here working like he got a twin. Motherfucking right. Then we go down to Charlotte. That's right. Charlotte, North motherfucking Carolina. June 6th. That's a Thursday. Laugh it up Thursdays. At the world famous Stats. 3425 David Cox Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's why I'm all over this motherfucker. But hosted by my man, Tone X. RSVP for free entry for 8 p.m. All right. Now, let me give you the um, ticket link is HTTPS slash YSPROS dot com slash shop for for reserve seating. All right. And repeat it. Matter of fact, that's the wrong. Do this this, uh, um, grown man comedy at gmail.com. RSVP for free entry. It's the customer appreciation show. Grown man comedy at gmail.com. They said seating is not guaranteed with an entry. Must arrive before 8 p.m. And they ain't playing. Now, when it comes to me, they ain't playing because I ain't playing. I'm going to have my motherfucking money. I'm going to talk my shit. And I'm going to get on the plane. I'm out. Woof. Motherfucking bird. If I hurt anybody's feelings today, you fucking deserved it. This is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Today, I'm not giving a fuck about y'all. Today, I'm holding you motherfuckers accountable to get your fucking lives together. Stop fucking up other people's lives. Stop being an animal. 
by touching other little kids and touching other little um, boys or um, raping women, you bitch-ass niggas. You know how fucking easy to get pussy today? And you're going to take some motherfucking pussy? You bitch-ass hoes? That's for less than little boys? Or you teachers who are fucking the students? Yeah, I ain't mad at that. I wish I, you know, no disrespect. I wish I was a fucking student today and teaching how to fuck me. I'll fuck the hell out that bitch and have straight A's and pushing my car. <laughs> These niggas are soft out here. You let me be a fucking student and a teacher want to fuck me. I'll fuck that bitch so good and be picking her up from school, from her house, from her car. Walk her right in front of school. Get out. Person security people out. Who who this shit over here? Over here. Get up. TK, what's up? What's up? How you doing? You hitting that? Nah, I mean, it's just cool. She just, you know, she mentoring me. I bet she is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ma'am, I want to thank you for your experiences to bring this to the world. When we talked earlier, you have no idea. When, when I was asking you about your job and you was telling me, I was like, oh, we got to put this on the show. I like bringing different topics and different journeys to this show so people can relate. And I know it's going to be thousands, thousands of y'all going through this. And I wish I could have did this episode earlier because this is going to prevent somebody from getting hurt is going to make somebody get hurt because somebody's going to press charges now after hearing this. Yeah, don't be ashamed to, you know, get help or help for your child, you know, as a family. Mm-hmm. Do family counseling, you know, and do what they need to do, you know. Don't be ashamed. Just learn from it and, you know, trust no one with your children. Trust no one. No one. I don't give a fuck how nice they look, how sweet they are. not Mother fucking trust them. Absolutely. TK Kirkland Podcast, where we keep it 100 over here. You know what it is. You already know what it's about. TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. May God bless all of y'all and may your pain be champagne. Thank you again, young lady. God bless you. You're welcome. Thank you. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.